Welcome to Learning Liftoff, a podcast created by kids for kids. My name is Mrs. Hyatt and I have the honor of facil- facilitating our podcast and today I'm joined by five amazing learners and they are so excited to be here. They shared before we started recording just how excited they are that this is a really great day for them as a learner. Um, welcome friends. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? Good morning. We're doing good. You're doing good. Are you ready for today? Yes. Have you spent some time thinking about your important things that you want to share? All day. All day? Were you up late night thinking about your sharing? How many of you couldn't go to sleep because you were so excited about this morning? Me. Anybody? I'm Remy? I'm so excited. I couldn't even remember. So excited. You, you didn't remember? Because I was, I was so, so excited. excited. I even brought my iPad upstairs and part, was partying with popcorn. Oh, my goodness. Well, it is exciting. We don't have popcorn, but it certainly is a day to celebrate. Whenever we get to share our learning and what's going on in our classroom, it's a special day. I know this year has been very different. And it maybe hasn't gone exactly the way we wanted, but we've had some pretty amazing moments, haven't we? Pretty amazing moments. So let's start by just going around and introducing and sharing a fun fact about yourself. Hi, my name is Kara. I'm seven years old. And I love cookie dough ice cream. Hi, my name is Peyton, and I like cookie dough ice cream. Hi, my name is Remy, and I am seven. And I like to go on adventures with my mom and dad. Hi, my name is Jack, and I'm seven, and I like ice cream, and I like going on adventures, and now I just want ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, my name's Fitzin. I'm seven years old, and I have the sickness. Oh, you have the sickness? What are you talking about, Fitz? Of curiosity. The sickness of curiosity. curiosity. That's funny. I didn't know you were going to say that, Fitz. Why don't you tell Fitz? Uh, We all have the, the sickness. Why don't you share a little bit about what we're talking about, Fitz? We're very sick of the curiosity. We were very sick with the curiosity. And how did we learn about that? In a book called My Father's Dragon. Yeah, we were reading yep, the book My Father's Dragon. And we're on the second book in the series. And we just discovered that yesterday, right? How they said that all the canaries on the island were sick. And as readers, we were like, what? COVID wasn't there. We immediately thought of COVID, didn't we? (laughs) Like, what? That just started. How could that be? And then the more we read, we realized they were talking about the sickness of curiosity. Curiosity and how curiosity means to wonder. And we thought that was hilarious. And so we have a plan, don't we, today that we're going to tell everyone we see that we are so sick. And then they're probably going to be worried and we'll say, we got the sickness of curiosity. <laughs> so that's, that's just a funny thing. If it's, thanks for sharing that. That's such a fun way to um, start our that. podcast. That makes me giggle. So when we were planning, my friends, you really just kind of wanted to focus on what's going on with Writer's Workshop. Some of the different things that are happening right now. Um, so many different things. So, um, Peyton, take it away. Why don't you share kind of what's going on right now in Writer's Workshop? Um, we're working on our All About Books. Everybody's working on All About Books? Um, Yeah. Some people people are already done with them. So they're doing, um, fixing. Okay, so so I kind of hear that some of the class is working on their All About Books. 
Are you guys done with yours, or are you still working on them? I'm done. I'm oh. researching oh, Michelle Obama, and I have a book about um, Malala. Okay, so let's go back real quick. Hold on to that thought, Carrick. We're not quite there yet. What? Now, Jack, you were talking. I want to go back. You said that some people are doing all about books? Yeah. Okay, and you said you're almost done, Remy. You said you're done. Okay, so what happens when when you have some people, some writers are finished and some aren't? Like, well, what's going on? What do they do as writers? They like write we fiction did, books. We, so the people writing fiction, they are writing books that can't really happen and that has not happened. And the people writing nonfiction books are writing books that it has happened. Oh, so we have some people who are writing to entertain, some people who are writing to Persuade. inform. So we have different, everybody's at like a different stage in the writing process. You've published, you're revising. What are you doing, Peyton? Um, I'm almost done with my um, third or second page. Okay, so is that, are you still writing or are you revising? Where are you at? I'm still writing. Still writing. What about you, Kara? I'm writing about Michelle Obama. Okay, right are now. you but but where are you at? Are you in the writing stage or are you in the revising stage? I'm more in revising. Revising and Fitz, what about you? I'm in revising. Okay, so we have a couple friends who have finished. They've published and they've moved on. And you said that you were exploring fiction writing right now, right? Developing characters, creating some fun things with those characters. Okay, so everybody's working at their own pace, their own speed. We're not all writing the same things I hear. And, but I hear that a lot of our time has been on about all about books. Peyton, tell us, what, who are you writing about with your all about book? I'm writing all about MLK. MLK, Martin Luther King. Anybody else writing about Martin Luther King? Yes. Remy, you are? Got bombed. And then, and then who else? Let's see, who are you writing about, Jack? Jackie Robinson. Fitz, who are you writing about? Michael Jordan and Kara, you I'm, said I'm doing Michelle Obama. Michelle Obama, and then Remy, you're, you said you said MLK too. And then also also doing Malala, girl who was standing up for girls' rights. Yeah, we want to hear about um, how you moved from your all about book to Malala. So hold on for a second. Let's have some friends share some things that you've learned about about your. Um, your um, black American that you've been researching. What is something amazing that you've learned? Remy? His house got, in no case, house got bombed. Um, there are many stats, colors on this statue of NLK. There's a statue, is it in Indiana? Who sure. remembers? Does anybody remember where that I statue was at? Like at the White House? M maybe in it's Washington, D.C.? New York, I think. New York? Well, I think that maybe we have to dig a little bit deeper and find out where this statue well, is at. When you're farther back, it looks like it's a gray statue. But when, when you're you closer, get up close, it's like it's all the colors. Yeah. Ooh. When you. Did you see this in a book? No. Mm -hmm. Uh, you did, Carol? Oh, when you were researching, you found this. I, I don't remember finding that. in a podcast. And in a book. Ooh, you saw it on the podcast? And in a video. Nice. So nice. it was on three, so it should be real. That must be pretty important for it to stay with you and remember. You must have been impressed with that. Was that one of those surprising facts? Yes. As you read it, you're like, whoa. I remember when we were researching, there was one fact that I actually stopped and my mouth dropped, my jaw dropped. 
because I just couldn't believe it. Do you remember what fact that was about his, Martin Luther King? His name, yeah. He named, he changed his, his name. name from Michael to Martin. Yeah, that he um, changed his name. That is amazing to me. I never knew that until we researched. So that was one of those surprising facts. Fitz, in your research, did you have any of those moments where you found something very surprising mm. about Michael Jordan? Mm. Nothing surprised you? Oh my gosh, how many of you knew who Michael Jordan was before Fitz started researching him? I forgot about him though. You forgot about him though? <laughs> yeah. He was very famous. When I was growing up, he was very famous. Tell us something you've learned, Fitz. I'd love to hear a fact that you've learned about Michael Jordan. He won the all, say that again, all-star dunk, slam dunk contest. Have you ever seen him play, Fitz? Yes. You have seen him? You haven't? Oh, I would just give you some feedback to say that you need to ask Dad to watch some with them, or maybe we can find something in class. I think that you would be amazed. You've seen him on TV? Now, that was a long time ago when he played, so what What else has he done after he um, played basketball, Fitz? Yeah, he played baseball. He played baseball? Oh, I did not know that. Tell me more. So he played baseball because... He was honoring his father by playing, playing basketball. Baseball, that was kind. And what else? Um, what else did he do? So he's played basketball. He played baseball. After 18 years of playing baseball, he started playing basketball. I think it might be the other way around. 18 years of playing basketball, he played baseball? No. Yeah. Okay, I might be wrong. I mean, you are the one that researched, so I should probably just let you share your information. What about now? What is he doing now? Hmm. I, I thought I heard that he owned a team. Bobcats. Charlotte Bobcats. Awesome, Fitz. He was in the dream team. The dream team, the Olympic dream team. That's awesome, Fitz. I can't wait to watch that with you so we can kind of notice some new things together. Remy, I know you've been waiting to share some things about Martin Luther King. So, uh, like, what Fitz says about the medal thing, that makes me feel, of, that makes me think about MLK winning the speech contest. The, the speech contest? When did he win a speech contest? When he was older or younger? Do you guys remember that? Can you help? Younger. He Younger. was 14. 14 when he won the speech contest. Do you think that kind of prepared him, Remy, for all of his speeches that he did? Yeah. Do you remember what his most famous speech was? The dream speech. The dream speech. And we actually the looked at I that dream speech. Dream. The I have a dream. Remember, that was just one portion. And there were lots of messages in that very long letter. What about you, Jack? Tell us something amazing about Jackie Robinson. Changed people's opinions. Oh, tell me more. He changed people's opinions. What what was the what was the opinion of people before Jackie Robinson? Uh, not letting black players play in the major league baseball. So people did not think that they should play in major league baseball. And after Jackie Robinson, what what were people's opinions? That, that, we sh that they should allow all black players. 
Do you think that he was, how, what, what makes you think, or how do you think he changed their opinion? What did he do that was so impactful? Uh, he played so well, and they just were so amazed that he was such a good player that they wanted him on the team. Yeah, that's a nice perspective, Jack. I probably would agree with you as well. What do you guys think? Did, have you heard anything about Jackie Robinson before? No. Do you love baseball? No. <laughs> okay. I'm more of a basketball. You're more of a basketball. So you might want to hook up with Fitz. Fitz has some really cool information. I'm more You're starting. of a basketball. I've uh, played two years, 2019 to 2020, and I've played 2020 to 2021. Then what inspired you to research Jackie Robinson if you're more of a basketball fan than baseball, Jack? What do you think? Well, I've only been playing basketball for two years. I've been playing baseball. This is going to be my fourth year. Okay. Fourth so, or fifth. So you have some experience with baseball, too. That makes sense mm -hmm. to me why you would choose Jackie Robinson. And what about you, Miss Peyton? You researched Martin Luther King, too. What was the surprising fact as you were researching? Um, he was born in 1929 in Atlanta, Georgia. That surprised you, or that was just a fact? Where did you think he was going to be mm. born? Were you thinking Indiana? I was thinking Chicago. You were thinking Chicago? Me I was too, thinking like New York. It did surprise you, too? Why did it surprise you? You were thinking New York? What were you thinking, Fitz? Where did you think he was born? New York. New York? Oh, it's funny how we just kind of have these things in our mind. Anything else you want to share about your research, Peyton? Um, he was called ML. He was called ML? MLK. MLK or ML? ML. Martin Luther. People referred to him as Martin Luther? That's a new fact for me. I didn't know that. You're, we're going to have to dig deeper and, and find some more um, evidence of that fact. But today we call him Martin Luther King, right. so it doesn't really sound right. Yeah, so you're wondering if maybe some, the research was a little off or the facts were a little off. So what do, we, what do researchers do if you, you discover something that just doesn't sit right with us? What do we do? You Yeah, you look at different resources, exactly. And then if you keep hearing that fact, then you can assume that it is true. true. That's right. So I think the Peyton just kind of gave us something that we need to dig deeper into. So as you're researching all of these famous black Americans, and, you're, and, and we're really wanting to focus on this injustice, this unfair treatment that they had growing up. What kind of things did you notice as your research? Did anything stand out about some yeah. injustice? Remy, what was some injustices that Martin Luther King faced? He was arrested 30 times. A man killed him. And somebody threw a brick at him. Okay, so let's go back and let's look at each one of those a little bit closer. Let's look at the um, someone assassinating him. Why do you think he was assassinated? For marching and changing the rules. He was sharing how the rules or the laws needed and to change. And his opinions. And he was sharing his opinions and the opinions of so many people. And people didn't like that. 
and they were upset. And so he was treated unfairly and he was probably treated, we could say he was treated unfairly because how were people treated back then in his time? Do you remember? They were slaves. And, and, and what's another injustice though back then that we, we noticed? His house got bombed. But not just him. Black people back there, back then during that time. They weren't allowed to go to certain restaurants. They weren't. Al yep. They keep telling me that. They had to sit in the back of the buses. That's right. Or stand up. Something. And he stood up. I remember he said, something. "Go ahead, Fitz." Um, when after Martin Luther King Jr.'s house was bombed, he went outside and he saw a big fight war of um people and um. He was so inspirational, wasn't he? Fitz, when you were sharing that, you know, it made me think about our research and how um, when he was being a activist, he was sharing how this is unfair and, and they should demand change. Did he do it in a harmful way or a how did he get his point across? A peaceful. He used his words. He used his words. And oh my opinions. goodness. Peaceful, using his words. It makes me think of what we really try to focus on in class when we're having a, a problem with someone, which is going to happen because we're human. We're not all going to agree. We always try to use our words, not our body. Don't you wish or don't you hope that everybody will kind of emulate Dr. Martin Luther King? They'll choose to be the, use the peaceful way versus the harmful. the harmful way. Now, if I remember correctly, he was inspired by someone, wasn't he? I forget his name, but do you do anybody remember his name? Michelle Obama. No, he was inspired by someone that he learned the peaceful approach. Do you remember? I hear someone in the in our classroom. Why don't you, Eli, take off your mask and share in a nice loud voice? Who was he inspired by? Gandhi. Gandhi inspired him. Thank you, Eli. Um, inspired him to always try the most peaceful, um, nonviolent way to solve problems. So we definitely learned a lot from Martin Luther King. And, and then we also were inspired um, to research our own. So we, we know that these people that we researched, they face some different injustices. Now, Kara, I want to go to you because you said after researching Michelle Obama, you checked out a book. And you have just been so inspired by this this learning. Will you share that with us? Yes. And, um, I learned that Malala, a girl who was standing up for girls' rights, she got shot on a bus, but she survived it. I learned a whole bunch of things about her. Um, she had to go to the Bergen Hospital. She went to four hospitals. She did? Mm -hmm. Just by standing up for girls' rights? What what happened to her? Um, half of her head got shaved. Oh. From it, her left eye and her left bell were badly bruised. Her left eye had, had a yellowy-purple mark on it, and her brow had stitches on it. Um, 
So when you were researching her, what were some of your first thoughts about about what she was fighting for or what she was trying to change? She was trying to change what the Taliban thought that girls should be doing. The Taliban didn't think girls should be going to school, so they were fight for it. Now, is this happening near us? No, it's a long way. So there are places in Pakistan. In Pakistan, so there are places in the world where girls don't get to do the same things as boys. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel? Sad. And I also, in the book, it said that sometimes um, people, girls, go to jail because they're not with a boy when they're going out. Wow, you know, Kara just the thought of some of these injustices, these unfair treatment towards girls. Um, I just, I immediately want to think, how can I help? Have you thought about that? Yes, I've been, I thought I could probably help. What do you, what do you think that maybe we can do together or you might want to do by yourself? I'm not so sure yet. Okay, maybe we when can. When I get older, I might be able to help out the girls and in Pakistan. You know what, Kara, I don't really think that you need to wait till you get older. I think you're capable now of changing the world. I think by just us having this conversation and you sharing it might inspire us. Oh my gosh, that really happens? Mm -hmm. Could that happen here? You know, well, what would we do if there were some injustices like that? Are they happening here now? Maybe not be for girls, but for other people? Do you think there are some injustices happening right now, friends? Mm -hmm. Yes. There uh, might be. I have a fun fact. I have I another would... fact about it. Um, the Taliban bombed schools that girls were allowed to go to. Mm, Kara, I think that we may need to do some research together and maybe there's a way that we can become advocates who um, supports that girls should be able to do the things that boys should do. Well, friends, today you have shared so much about what's going on in Writers' Workshop. So much is going on. We're kind of at the end of our All About Book and our research, and we're starting fiction, but we definitely want to come together, and we want to celebrate our work. And I know that that's getting ready to happen. We're getting ready for our big writing celebration, and we're excited. Thank you for being brave and for being excited about sharing your learning. Thank you for um, working so hard to make sure that we um, are working together and we're able to learn and grow. And thank you listeners for tuning in and seeing what's going on in a first grade classroom and how it might look differently, but the learning is still alive. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.